Right, you are waking up on Metro FM. It's exactly uh, 34 minutes after 7 a.m. We are hanging in studio with a living legend. He's been in the entertainment business for over 40 years now. And I'm not going to lie, I'm so excited to see you because I think the last time I saw you, yeah. I was DJing at the GQ Men of the Year Awards 2022. Right, right, right. And you were honored with the Industry Icon of the Year Award. Yes, How yes. amazing. Hey, that was a beautiful night for me, I must say. Yes. I really, really, I really appreciate that night like i don't know it was like i was receiving an oscar i'm telling you <laughs> you also looked so good your wife looked good she was wearing this body hugging blue dress i know <laughs> <laughs> and that's another blessing that i got you know i i i, I got no, um no. yeah no my wife and the hello baby hello, hello baby. Man, no 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 it's my pearly pearl i hope she you is know. listening yeah <laughs> but listen man <clears throat> you know last year actually yeah there was a play that i wanted to watch um i think you were part of it it was based on this uh legendary journalist uh, blog mudisani yeah they, they used to call them the, the journalists of drum magazine drum magazine yes, yes. blog mudisani it was called a bloke and his american bandu oh. That is a beautiful. It's a beautiful story. We got a, We have such a rich heritage, mm. you know, of uh, I think literary giant and I think great minds, intellectuals. Yes. And uh, sometimes, you know, I was having a conversation some other time, and somebody was saying why uh, that we we're telling stories about crime and all mm. these things, mm. and they were saying, no, I mean, look, that is what's ha it's happening, you know, in these days. Yes, but. Um, Look at what, for instance, uh, these journalists in the 50s were doing. Yes, you know, The Kentembas, the Blog Mudisanis, yes. the Henry Mumalos. You know, they were mm. they were living within, I mean, Sophia Town was very rough. Yes. They were gangsters and all that, but they could write sure. very good stories yes. and stories that represented the human condition in the best way that they can. Yes. I mean, the one famous story that Kentemba wrote is The Suit. You know, and which I had the opportunity of playing the, yes. you know, the cold husband there, you know. But yeah, and and it is wrong to say that, you know, we just have to, in fact, most of the time when we are representing black life, mm. we're representing it through crime. Ish. And we say that's our authentic stories. No. No. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. You know. And you know what I'm grateful for? I'm not going to lie, because I've spoken to a lot of people and we've discussed how generations, for example, influenced us so much, especially those of us who are in the arts, because it was the first time you mm -hmm, got to mm -hmm, see mm -hmm. you know, black people running ad agencies. So exactly. it inspired a different way of thinking. Absolutely. Right? And let's let's be honest, to this day, right, people still call you Archie. Archie. You know? <laughs> I know. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, let's mm -hmm. say generations was to call you back and they were to resurrect yeah. the role of Archie. Would yeah. you play it? I think I, w I think I would. You would. I think I would, and and also it would be I think just to honor all those that have um, you know I think appreciated me. Yeah. Uh, you know we never realize. You know what they're saying. That's I am what I am because of mm. people who appreciated me. Other than that, who am I? Yeah, we, we certainly appreciate you. You know. And uh, for a long time, you will still be called Archie. We know that. Uh, but know. <laughs> but let's say right. Um, you you did mention earlier on in the year that you want to start playing roles where we call you silly. I was just being naughty there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not getting there yet. No, no, no. I was just, you know, <laughs> you know, I was just being naughty. You know, I, I think, you know, like sometimes I think it was just my own way of appreciating, 
uh, why people called me Archie. Yes. You know what I mean? But I say, okay, let me just put a little spin on it. And I said, no, man, you know, I think now, I think I want to be called it by, by my real name. Can somebody Can cast somebody me? Can somebody please? Cast me, and then I should play Silo, <laughs> so that people must just call me Silo, Silo, and then, you know, there is no confusion. Oh, man, listen, mm-hmm. we are hanging out with the legend in studio, Silo uh, Magikangube. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask, you're welcome to call us on 086-000-2160 or send a voice note on 060-552-7303. When we come back, the amazing conversation continues wake up on metro fm it's 17 minutes just before 8 a.m we're hanging out with the living legend in studio he's been gracing us with his gift and his talent and his craft for over 40 years now his name is silo magic angube uh, this one in the background was french montana coming through with yes i do Speaking of saying yes, I do. You were talking about your love, your spawnabona, your <laughs> pally pal. Yes, yes. Um, you guys have been married for about how long now? Uh, this is our second year. Second year, exactly. Yeah, and this is the longest that I've survived in a marriage. I was going to say that. <laughs> because I remember last Actually, <laughs> last no, let me, let me put it to you this way. My first marriage, my first marriage lasted for three months. No way. I'm telling you. And my second lasted for eight months. <laughs> okay. So when I completed a year, I was like, damn. I've done it. I have broken my own record. Okay, who's the problem here? Who's the problem child? Nah, I don't I don't think I'm the problem child. Look, I've survived a year now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to my second. You're you know? going to your second. You know, yeah, and on so, also, you know also what, what is loved is that I mean, my, I'm older, <laughs> what I'm 21 years older than my wife. Hmm. Uh, when I started acting, yes, uh, my wife was being conceived, <laughs> <laughs> not born, <laughs> conceived. conceived. You know, but you know, it's strategic. Mm. This is strategy. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm already on pension, basically. But yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Let, I want to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah. Having a 21 year age gap, yeah, is, is a huge gap. Does yeah. it take <laughs> Does it take a lot more work? Yeah, being with a younger wife, because nah. a lot of people say, you know, you, you need a lot more guidance. You need to take them. You've been nah. I, I think she was born for me. That's why I, I know she was I, she was readily made for oh. me. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, know. you actually have called her the one, yeah. right? What to you does it take for someone to be defined as the one? You know, it's you know. I think we you got to realize that I think being in uh, what being in a relationship, mm. it's more than just love. Mm. 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 You know. It's actually I've, this is what I've done. I've given her an idea. She's going to write the book. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and you guys basically must uh, you know buy this book. Yes. And it's called. It's going to be called Marriage Pty Ltd. <laughs> Marriage Pty Ltd. Is it really a company? Is it really a business? It's business, man. Sure. Why? It is business. Look at it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you know, like even sometimes when people talk about transactional sex, hey man, it Yo. is transactional mm. in all spheres. E- elaborate on that. No, enlighten you us. know, I, look, look, I mean, if I, you know, in order to have you love me, mm. I've got to give you my love. Sure. Mm. 
So we are transacting all the time. All the time. You know, uh, you know, I give you what you, I, what I have. You give me what you have that I don't mm. have. We are mm. constantly transacting, and if we look at it and make sure that we are actually just working within certain terms. <laughs> oh. So how do you work with? How do you deal with boardroom disagreements then? You know? Exactly, but you know, I mean, companies are standing. Yeah. How do they deal with those things? How do you deal they, with it? You know. You compromise, you do, you, you know, you, and she compromises, and you know, I use my also my experience of uh-huh. life, you know, yeah. and she comes with a new energy, and I say, all right, okay, okay, energy is good, isn't it? Just good, but can we do it this way? Can we do it this way? <laughs> so you you mentioned a book. Um, yeah. Are you are you encouraging her to write the book, or are no, you going to write a no, book? No, I'm I'm dealing with my own life at the moment. You know, I'm I'm working on my autobiography, uh, my Ooh, auto nice. my autobiography, but I think that this one, and I think in fact I got this idea because purely because of our relationship, mm. you know, because I just saw how we were just basically dealing with things, and she is a driver. Ah. I mean, she drives our relationship. I mean, I'm just basically. You know, she drives it. I'm the car. You're the car. <laughs> so in this transaction, you are just the car. I'm just the car, <laughs> man. You know. Tell us a bit about your your autobiography. When when do you foresee it being done? And what it's what been th- done. It's in the process. Okay. I think oh, if all goes well, I think before the end of the year it would be uh, launched. And let's say to all the young men listening right now, what are what are some of the key gems or reasons why they should buy your autobiography so that they can extract those one or two things from the book? What would you say? You know, one thing that we got to realize is that, like, here's this thing. People always talk about, you know, I'm still working on my brand. You know, mm. I'm still working on my brand. <laughs> 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 Look, man, your brand was long form before you even knew that you are actually a brand. Sure. What happens when you go to the banks now? Mm. You know, as much as they will want your signature, what do they want? Even mm. more importantly. What do they want? Your, your fingerprint. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. And yeah. nobody has the same pr- fingerprint sure. that you have. Mm. You know what I mean? So here's your brand. Here's your brand. Now you have got to highlight the fine, fine mm. print. Mm that is in your brand mm. and make it come out and say, this is what this brand is made of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Buzz. So basically that's what they're going to learn, yes. to just realize who they are mm-hmm. and live up to their own dreams and strive to yes. better themselves. You are never in competition with anybody. Sure. You are your own competition. Yes. You know, even twins, you know, as much as they are identical, mm. their fingerprints are not the same. Yes. Look how deep life is. No, it's very, very deep. <laughs> and, you know, you've you've been a very honest person as well. You know, you've also admitted the fact that you haven't always been perfect. Yeah. You've made your mistakes, which I'm sure will also come out in the autobiography. Uh, you know, you've spoken up against also about GBV. Yeah. We're celebrating International Women's Day next week. What conversations do you feel that men should be having? Men have got to realize that, you know, in fact, in order to try, you've got to fix yourself before you want to try and fix another Mm. person, Mm. Mm. you know. Mm. And um, you've got to make sure that, you know, somehow you almost, you know, become the axis on which the the world revolves around, you know. And 
and and and to be that center you know you must hold the center and there's this analogy that i always like telling of a carpenter working in his workshop and he has a young uh, seven-year-old and he's busy disturbing say papa what is this papa what is that you know and the old man you know removes a map of the world on the wall in the workshop tears into pieces throws it on the floor gets tell cello tape and says to the boy put this map together and after a while the boy comes and hey papa look i've finished you know and now behind the map of the world is that there's a drawing of a man's head and the moral of the story is if man can get his head together the world would be a better place to sure. be in you know and we as men we like to call ourselves heads of our households and let's look what you find on the head on the head you find eyes mm. to be to have vision to see mm. you have um, you find there's a brain mm. the you know and it controls everything you know you have the nose to breathe air into the body mouth to feed the body ears to thing and basically you can have a heart transplant you can have all kinds of transplant can you have can have you ever heard of a head transplant no there isn't and if you say you're the head of your household sure look at the importance that you are playing through on on your body mm-hmm. sure. you know what i mean Listen. and the body and the head never goes on leave it doesn't it's working as long as you are alive it's regulating everything and it's it, and it doesn't lose its its own its temper mm. Mm. Buzz, listen, it's nothing but the truth right now in studio. Yep. And uh, that's a show that he's working on later on this month. So we're going to unpack that in just a bit. Wake up on Metro FM to some proudly local music. It's Big Zulu on this one, teaming up with KO. Dear my love, uh, listen, right now we're hanging out with someone we absolutely love in Mzansi. His name is Ntatisilo Makikangube. He's been entertaining us for the longest time, for even since before I was born. But right now we're taking your calls on 086-000-2160 if you have any question that you'd like to ask him. I see we have Amalda on the line. Good morning, Amalda. Morning. How are you guys? Oh, we are so fantastic. How are you doing? Ah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm from night shift. I was listening to you on my way back. Oh, shut up! And you know what? This is like a bucket list thing for me because I grew up watching Obabcilo. Oh. My late mom knows how much I respect him. Obabcilo Unjani. Giko na imelda wenunjani says. Nyapi, nyapi la so much. I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done for us in the country for putting us on the map. Mm-hmm. And may God richly bless you in everything that you do. Um, I have an NPO myself called the Genesis of uh, Humanity. I mm-hmm. hosted an event called the Genesis of Fathers and Sons mm-hmm. because I believe that you know, what we as a country, we are talking about abuse and women. We leave out the boys. So mm-hmm. I know that you are advocating for such mm-hmm. events as well. Mm-hmm. I tried. I tried to get hold of you to come, and uh, well, I, it was not successful. Mm-hmm. But I'm also doing another one on the 10th of June. Uh, but this one is a career expo here in Whitbank for 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 boys. Okay. Uh, I will honestly, honestly be very grateful for your presence, if possible. Okay. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think it, it, it would be possible. Try and con- I mean, uh, contact us uh, on, on, on social media and um, we, we, we will attend on it. All right, thank you. Or you know what? Uh, I will give Ulo uh, Kozana um, Pearl's number, actually. Okay, okay, all yeah, right. And then, and then you, you know, you can communicate uh, with Pearl. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for everything. Okay. All the best.
Thank you very much. Thank you, my dear. Right. Bye-bye. Bye, Amelda. Thank you so much Bye. for giving us a call so that uh, you could chat to the legend we mm. have with us in studio. Uh, for more questions, you can send them through at Metro FMSA. We'll try to read as many of them as possible or send us a voice note on 060-552-7303. But right now, it is 8 o'clock. Let's quickly check in with uh, Lindim Jali with exactly what's happening in the world. And don't forget that our insurance will go out of their way to try save you on car insurance. Uh, if they can't, you can ask them for 500 rand. So SMS out to 40019. Now, that's good news. Wake up on Metro FM to the Grammy Award winning Black Coffee who was rocking out in Miami last night. Listen, all roads lead to... Uh, Square Madison Garden, that is on the 7th of October, my birthday month. So I'm saving up for it because we cannot miss it. We have to celebrate him while he does it. But someone else we're celebrating is, of course, our living legend, Ntate Selomake Kangube, who has been doing so much in his life from Blood and Water recently, Blood Psalms, SAVC1, Scheme Sum. But right now, he's actually back on stage in John Kani's Nothing But The Truth, which is going to start later this month. We are also joined by other cast members, uh, Mbali and Ziafora, who will be chatting a bit about this production when we come back. All right, it's just gone 13 minutes after 8. A very good morning to you if you just joined us. We are in studio with Ntatisilo Makik Angube, who's right now back on stage because I know your first love, if, if, if I may say, right? You've mm -hmm. been gracing us on the TV, but I feel like your first love is really being on stage. Hey, that's where it's all started. Right? That's where it's all started. I mean, television came in just to pay the bills. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> 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 you know, if one could actually just live in theater, that's, you know, that's where it's happening. Mm. That's where it's at. <laughs> that's where it's at. Yeah. yeah. So right now you are in theater. And uh, so tell us a little bit more about this new production. Look, this play, it's, uh, it's called Nothing But The Truth. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it hasn't been done since it was first and last done by the writer. Sure. Uh, himself, you know, uh, and uh, John Kani, mm. Dr. John Kani. And uh, I'm basically, I think, doing this play first and foremost is paying home, uh, but, you know, is, yes. is paying homage to him and just mm. saying thank you for what you have contributed. I mean, he was my idol when I was growing up. Yes. You know, uh, I mean, I remember actually when, because, I, you know, my career actually started growing more when I worked at the market in the late 80s you know 86 87 and uh i remember even going to him and say hey bro john you know one day what i would want actually what i would want to do i actually at that time i wanted to do the island and scissor bands is dead and say i'm walking in the steps mm. of john kind mm. you know what i mean and i think finally i get to do it yes. at 63. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, yeah it, it is and just saying thank you Babkani, thank you, Brad John. I mean, I've grown him calling him Brad John. And uh, mm. Brad John, thank you very much for this wonderful play and for giving me an opportunity to work with the two young yes. dynamites. Yes, they you know, are. The us. other one is a walk tall dynamite, <laughs> and the other one is that a real dynamite as they come in small packages and she explodes, do I tell you? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Bali, let's start with you. <coughs> yes. um, so tell us a bit about the production and how has it been for you specifically working Leigh in Tatisil? Oh, it's been amazing working with him and rehearsals right now are going so great. Mm. Um, he's he's actually, he's he's dope. He's dope. They put him on the lingo. And we're such a great team together <laughs> and um, it's been very challenging. We've been learning a lot mm-hmm. um, and we've been learning a lot about our history and the yes. TRC and how the world was back then mm-hmm. um, and doing our own research and I, I, I had to, it, it, it's made me bond with my family members in different wow. ways because I'm asking them about that time, mm. about apartheid and learning so much you know, we, we, we know about it we learn about it at school but we we feel like we're actually living that life, playing these characters, mm. you're living in, the, in, in their world and their truth and it's been such an amazing journey for us. Wow, that sounds amazing. Uh, Ziapora, yeah. am I saying it correctly? You're saying it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? Um, I mean, it's really a powerful uh, play because it is speaking directly to the status quo mm. and where we're at now politically as a country mm. because of where we've been. Mm. Um, and it takes us through the process of the TRC. We unpack a lot of that and we unpack what it's left us with mm. and what it meant for us as a people and what it means for us as individuals. So I think historically we are unpacking a lot of historical nuances mm. that we may have not have gotten to do in the time and re-looking at the effects of that. And really for me, it's left us with it left me with the question of really inspecting how one can have equality without equity. Sure. So that's kind of my takeaway from the play. But I think a lot of people are going to be really engaged with the political nuances mm. as it affects them on a personal level. Mm. And then also it's a kitchen sink drama. You know, we're dealing with family affairs here. We're yeah. dealing with secrets. Mm. We're dealing with mm. anger. Mm. We're dealing with sadness. We're dealing with, hey, mm. by the way, mm. you did one, two, and three, and I haven't forgiven you yet. <laughs> you know, we're dealing with the heart of what it is mm. to be a family. So people are going to relate and it is heartfelt and that this is look because mm. you have you know dabbled in both worlds both theater and television would mm. you say that some stories are just better executed in theater some stories are I, I, I would say the theater is actually a very good training ground mm. for an actor mm. you know and I think if as an actor you don't allow yourself to actually just go past the stage, you know, past the theater, you are actually denying yourself the joy of, of acting. Sure. You know, because the theater basically just, ta- you know, allows you, film on television, you live the life of a character in segments. Sure. You try and join them in your head and, you know, but ultimately your performance is going to be made on the editing table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But theater you are in charge of making your performance and you know how you execute something and you develop a technique on how to do that something for instance i mean with theater six times a week you have to make perform the same thing uh, one thing uh, in the same way all the time so and you've got to create the same effect so it gives you that training how to develop a technique Mm -hmm where you just now execute and your body also, you know, you actually, you marry yourself to your body and to your mind and to your soul. Sure. That sounds like art. <laughs> you know, and I, and I think basically, you know, like, and for me, you know, I think these, you know, these yeah. beautiful ladies, 
are actually seeing me, you know, shaking off the cobwebs of not being on stage for, the, for, for like six, six years, seven years yeah, now. Oh, it's been that long. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and they see me struggling <laughs> and trying to get my, you know, to catch my mojo. Yeah. And it is such a chore. It is such a mm. joy. You know, and I think, I mean, you know, you were both my daughters, actually. Yeah. You know, even I think in real life, yes. you know what I mean? And I think to have this interchange, this exchange with them and working with their energies, it is yeah. just something that I cannot even begin to, to describe. And I was actually going to ask you about that. Speaking of energies, I mm. mean, you've been, like you said, you're 63 now. Yep. And you, you find yourself being casted with very young people, be it mm. in theater, mm. be it in blood and water. You know, we've got 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds. How, mm. how for you do you, do you feel that um, you bring value and so do they into your life? Because the age gap is so wide. You know what is beautiful also about the, the I think about being in the theater mm. is that you actually somewhat even meet as equals. Sure. You know what I mean? Because everybody is coming with on his own with his own life experience. Mm. And uh, they, you know, the whole thing, you can't play ageism you know, or, or play yes. age into the whole thing. You know what I mean? Because it is like, I mean, basically, even even I think when you are dealing with your parent, there comes a time, as much as you are young, your sure. parent actually recognizes, oh no, I'm no longer talking to <laughs> a baby now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And they, they, they begin to relate with you differently. You know, and I think in the in the creative space, it's even more because now a person brings not only just their life experience, mm. they bring also their knowledge, their understanding, and you, you, you know, you, you, you just interact at a, at a, mm. at an amazing level. You know, where it's just like almost uh, what is it ethereal? Yes. <laughs> if, if I would say sure. that, you know. Well, wow, we're having mm. an amazing conversation right now in the studio. If you have any questions for Ntata Silo, you can send them through at Metro FMSA. Don't forget to hashtag wake up on Metro FM. It's 21 minutes after 8. When we come back, we check in with Rob Beasy on what's happening on the roads. All right, it's exactly 25 minutes after 8 a.m. Don't forget, we have the sports quiz that's coming up in just a bit. So if you want to be in the ring today, we do have a new champion that took down Kalanga yesterday. So if you think you can beat Lawrence, call us on 086-000-2160 now. But otherwise, we are almost about to wrap up our conversation with our legend in studio, Ndade Silo. And I have a message here from William on social media saying, Good morning, Matt. I want to asking that this is of all the characters that he has played if he had to choose one that he lives by which character would it be i don't know if he <laughs> lives by <laughs> you know but i think one character that i really really enjoyed playing was Hosey. oh you know because it was really just it like, was it was yeah. and uh, you know you actually discover that masculinity yeah. is very imprisoned <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ma being muscular yes. and it's like living in a prison because you know you got to like hold such a certain position, yes. maintain. Ah, uh, my darling, Maraca ah, Maraca ah, Maraca. ah, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have never had so much freedom in my life. You know, things that I would I could only dream of doing. Yeah. I did them for real. Oh my goodness. No, we saw you. Bad. We enjoyed it ourselves. You know. <laughs> but quickly, before we wrap it up, mm. uh, you really touched on the importance of, of keeping theater specifically alive, mm-hmm. right? Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that? Why it's so important that no matter what, we protect this craft and we just, you know, make a spectacle of you know, theater. Um, you know, and uh, like I was saying, you know, like um, earlier on that, uh, you know, I mean, they're watching me shaking off the cobwebs. Mm. And I think one thing that we actually have got to make sure that we preserve. Africans, we have been very good at making sure that we don't create, uh, but we don't um, sustain, uh, what is it, intergenerational connections. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. get to a point mm-hmm. where we get rid of the old. You know what I mean? And this thing has been happening, I think, uh, as far as generations. Mm. You know, for instance, mm. with generations, what they did, I mean, I remember, you know, the, my the, the, uh, uh, David Pietro, who played my father, they got rid of him. Mm. And again, there was a time when Metro itself got rid of, you know, you know of, of uh, the old DJs. Mm. And black people, we are growing almost like a headless homestead sure. you know what i mean and that's a problem mm. you know because uh, young people grow without hearing another view in the public space yes. you know they are just hearing their own thoughts and mm. their own interpretation of life and that is problematic at home you don't live like yes. that you know you are always connected but w- uh, black uh, children when they go out of the house there is no connection sure they almost like live on their own, yes. and they, you know they only remember. Oh, when I'm going home, I've got I've got somebody that I'm reporting to. Mm. Socially, we don't have that, and that is problematic. And mm. for theatre, at the moment, theatre is op- almost operating like that. It was only operating, for instance, in the music, television kind of thing. But even with television, you still have where they have to have uh, older characters. We have a situation now where many of my generation of actors is actually getting wiped off sure. in the space, in, mm. in, 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 you know, in the public space. And that is problematic. You know, for instance, if you look at it now, Brajon, Dr. John Kai, tell me of many of, uh, of his contemporaries that are working in the space now. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. In a country of how many millions? Sure. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, yes. uh, that's problematic. And from one thing that I can say that being with these kids, for me, it is like, you know, you're going to realize one day yeah. that you are watching a resurrection of some sort. Sure. And it's very interesting that we're doing this mm. during Good Friday. Mm. But this, for me, is some kind of a resurrection mm. because something is just happening inside of me. Mm. And I think it's happening in our conversations that we are having. And uh, something great is going to come out of this. True. So this is coming out Good Friday, Nothing But The Truth, Truth. right? Theatres? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes for the younger generation who feel like, ah, oh, theatre's <laughs> not for me. What would no, you say to encourage them to come watch? Come. I think Yo, they mustn't what, miss out. They the, must Yes, they're, they're going no. to learn a lot. Um, but also the play is going to take the audience to an emotional journey and they're going to tap into emotions that they were not necessarily expecting to tap into. Mm. Um, we are tapping into emotions that we were, we're like, hey, hey, I was not expecting. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. ready for that. They're but going to be seeing magic in real time. You're going to go through an emotional journey <laughs> that you, know, you need to go yes. through to grow as a person and as a country as a whole. Uh, we, we, this play is very relevant as, as much as people might think it's not. 
we needed at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Mbali, Ziapora. What does that mean again, your name? It means shooting star. Shooting star. Thank you so much. We appreciate everything that you, you have done for Thank us as you. a country. Like yeah. I said earlier on, you have healed us through so many of our lowest moments by entertaining us, keeping us alive, but sometimes also telling the truth that we need to Don't hear. make me blush. A black so. man turns gray when he blushes. <laughs> <laughs> We wish you all the best on your journey ahead and I can't wait to see you on stage. Thank you. Thank you. Have Looking you forward to, to, to hosting you.